What's going on, Spitfires? Welcome back to another episode of the Spitfire Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lemonian, the Spitfire Coach, coming to you with hopefully an episode that will inspire you, motivate you, or get you thinking about something that maybe you didn't think of before. Today, we are talking about productivity and not how you can get more done, but how you can redefine what it means for you. Now, 2020 as a year has been anything than what we had planned for. Even if you were a futurist, an epidemiologist, or you saw all of this coming, maybe you're a fortune teller, who knows? Nothing could have predicted the crescendo that 2020 has created in our lives. We had a pandemic. We've had staggering rates of unemployment. We've had flare-ups of social injustice. We've had the ripple effect around the globe, and we had an election to top it off. Now, the year is almost over, 2020 is almost over, but that doesn't mean that everything that has happened is going to go away. There are going to be a lot of lingering effects of 2020 into next year and even beyond that. There are still people who are out of work, who may be working multiple jobs to try to keep their homes. They may be working really hard in a hard situation for a challenging company in a challenged industry. And our ideas around productivity aren't the same. But I'm going to ask the question, was it ever really working for us? Today, I was talking to actually multiple clients about this very topic. They brought it up. I didn't even prompt it. I'm just looking for trends that I see. And they said, I just can't feel productive. I feel like I'm spinning my wheels. I'm busy all the time. I am so overwhelmed. I am so tired. And I don't feel like I'm getting anything completed. So I asked them, well, what does it mean for you to be productive? And they paused. And there was a sense of checking off a box or having loose ends tied up, a nice little pretty bow. And I think for 2020, there is this feeling that we don't have closure. We lack certainty. We lack completion. Even with an election, there is so much that is uncertain. Will the president ever concede? Will he go peacefully? Will we have a, a, an effective transition? Are we going to get a vaccine for COVID-19? Are people going to get their jobs back? Is the economy going to rebound? Am I going to be okay? So while we're looking around outside of us, we're looking for anything in our life that feels certain, that feels complete. And when we can't focus, when we can't get those things done that need to get done and we distract ourselves with other projects, we start to get this spin out effect. And usually I can tell when one of my clients is in a stress reaction very easily. It's either in their language, so certain, certain terms like I have to, I can't, I need to, or it's in their chest. There's this tightening. Their cadence is very fast. You can almost hear the acceleration of pace in their voice. I have to do this, I have to do that, I gotta do this. They speak a mile a minute and they don't ever take a breath. And you're wondering, where did you get all that lung capacity from? They don't even realize they're doing it until they're aware of it later on. And so what happens is we are in go, go, go mode when we're in a stress reaction, but we're not really attributing it to a bigger plan, a bigger strategy, a roadmap. 
We're not taking in all the information or resources around us. We're not seeing what other opportunities and options we have. We're just going as fast as we can because we think that the faster we go, the more we're going to get done. The reality is the more time we spend at the front end acquiring information, asking questions, evaluating what we know, looking at what we don't know, looking at situations that are similar, we acquire more information to build a plan to get things maybe 80% complete rather than 0%. And this is the this is a big thing, and I've talked about this a lot in past episodes, is that when we are in a stress reaction, we become very achievement focused. We become focused on the goal of checking off the tasks versus the feeling that we want to feel after we've achieved that. So if we don't pay attention to what does success feel like, what does a good day feel like, we have no idea if we've gotten there unless we've checked that box off. You see, those boxes are great for organization, for very quick response, for working a plan, for not really having to take a lot of brain function capacity over there. But where we get tripped up is when we associate our value, our worth, to a box, to whether it's fill, filled with a, with a check mark or not. We're not looking at filling it up 50% if we've done 50% of the work. We're looking for it to be completely checked off. So this is where we need a plan. We need to have more comprehensive strategies. Not just, let me make a list of things I have to do today and let me knock them out. But how do we use our capacity? How do we use our resources? How do we use what little energy we have in a day? What little time we have to get the most important things done. You see, this is where things usually go awry, is that we have big plans. We think we're going to get a ton of stuff done. We get overly ambitious, and this is the first step of burnout. We get this surge of energy because guess what? It's worked before. We're going to knock things out because we are machines. We can push through anything. But what's different now is we don't have the space to recharge. We don't have the time away from home. We can't get away from our family. We can't get away from our jobs even. You thought just having a smartphone was bad. Well, now you're using it as a distraction from everyday life. That's right. Instead of watching the news, you're on your phone probably checking your email or working on a project or deep in Instagram or Facebook. You are filling the vacuum of what space you could have to recharge with things that are numbing your mind, that are distracting you and are actually draining you even more. So what does productivity mean? If you can't answer that, this is where we need to spend some time. Being productive, for me, is about completing things that are important to me. What's important to me? Being of service to others, showing up for my clients, building a pipeline of business, exercising my creative muscles, being in movement, physically moving my body. I'm actually standing up right now recording this podcast because I needed to move. It's listening to all of those aspects of you, the mental side, the physical side, the emotional side, and the spiritual side, and figuring out how do you service each of those areas? How do you honor those things that are important? If play is important, how do you incorporate that in your day? You have to. You cannot ignore the vital parts of you because that is where you are slowly slicing yourself to the point where you have a gaping hole. 
And this isn't the pandemic's fault. This isn't stay-at-home orders' fault. This isn't the economy's fault. We have ownership. We have control and we have power. But when we give it up, when we, when we blame external forces on why we're not productive, it's easy in the short term. But on a long-term basis, you are giving away your power. So today, this is where you can take your power back. You get to decide, what do I need to honor? What did I used to have that, that felt really good? Maybe it was spending time with friends. So how do you adapt that to what works for you in a COVID environment, in a safe way? Maybe it's having a virtual standing appointment. Maybe it's just reaching out and calling someone. Maybe it's writing them a letter. This is where we need to think creatively. Just because you can't do it the way you did it before does not mean it is lost. But if you're looking for an excuse, guess what? 2020 is gonna provide a hell of a lot of them. So you have to look at what can I do with this rather than I'm helpless and I can do nothing. The people who can ride the top of this wave, not because they're financially well off or because they had resources and assets, but the ones who can keep their mental flexibility, agility, their plasticity, the ones who can ride the waves with their arms up saying, hell yeah, let's do this, let's work this out, are the ones who are going to be further ahead. But the ones who continue to go on the tumble down effects, who don't look for those pockets of joy, who don't find those opportunities to, to honor the values within them, are the ones who are going to feel victimized by this. So if you know that you have a propensity for anxiety, depression, absolutely take care of that. That is a priority. It has to be. Your mental health comes first. And if you put it at the bottom of the list, it's never going to get taken care of until it becomes a crisis. And that's the reality for everything. If you ignore the things that are important to you, you will be reminded of them. First in a whisper, then in a talk, then it will scream, and then it will paralyze you until it becomes an emergency. So whatever it is you need to pay attention to, Make a deal with yourself. Honor these things on a daily basis because if you don't, no one else is going to. There isn't an app that reminds you to be kinder to yourself, to rest, to take time off, to be creative, to connect. These are basic functions that we all need as human beings and they matter because we matter. So if you don't put yourself first, if you don't take five minutes every day to just do a check on your body, check on your mind, check on your spirituality, your purpose, check on your body. Like if you're not doing that, no one else is going to. This isn't like your mom's going to call and check up on you and tell you to brush your teeth. We all have to take accountability for ourselves. And that's how we get to be more productive. When we can honor ourselves, when we can honor what's most important, everything else starts to click. And if you don't believe me, I wish I could give out my client information because every single one of them, after the first session, when they click into that, that they have the power, they feel the momentum shift. Things start to unlock, things start to open up, and everything else starts to shift in their favor. And this is a daily practice. This isn't a one and done. This is a consistent effort of putting yourself first, putting the things that matter to you most first, and honoring your word. So I believe that you can be more productive. I believe that we can all be impactful 
even in this time of constraints, we all have that opportunity. And I believe that we can all be awesome. And speaking of awesome, if you haven't gone on to abcsofawesomeliving.com, I've got a new book along with 25 other authors. It is a collaborative project called the ABCs of Awesome Living, the 26 collection of stories, lessons, and adventures. Every letter is a different word and a different essay from a different author along with some journal prompts. There is uh, an advance pre-sale going on until December 8th. But guess what? If you miss it, you can put in podcast and save an additional 10%. So I hope that you guys are feeling more awesome. I hope that you are feeling more productive, more charged up as we close out 2020, or maybe you're listening to this in 2021. But you guys, please keep being awesome.